Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had a great time this last week attending Winter Bible here at Rama in Tulsa. And if you can, subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. It'll, uh, it'll get the numbers up, get the message out. We're doing everything we can to be as loud as we possibly can because Jesus is just about to come back. You can like us on Facebook as well. Colleen and I, we don't get to say this usually till the end of the video. We sure appreciate all your support. Thanks for helping us get the message out. I know it's amazing how the body of Christ is a voice in these last days to get the earth ready for the coming of the King, the entrance of the King. Wow. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that happen around Israel and, and specifically what's coming against Israel, showing us how close we are to the tribulation period. It's really preaching right now and communicating right now that the Bible's coming to pass right in front of our eyes. That's the amazing thing about end time preaching. I hear people go, why are you preaching on end times? Well, you see the finish line, you run faster, and then you can have sinners can connect the dots. When the Bible says this and it comes to pass, the Bible says this and it comes to pass, it preaches to people the authenticity of the Bible. It says that in Isaiah 46, chapter 9, God says, this is how you can tell I'm God. I'll tell you what's going to happen before it happens because no other book gives you the future. You can talk to a Muslim, you can talk to a Buddhist, their book does not give you future. Uh, the Bible is the only one that gives you future. So how blessed are we that the Lord showed us exactly what it would look like just before He comes. Why? So we'd make changes. That we wouldn't fit church into our life, it would be our life. So what we do, we get into all this so we'll help our local church, help our local pastor, get the message out. Jesus is just about to come. We want as many people saved as we possibly can. So let's pick up with what's happened around Israel. Amazing how uh, uh, the rest of the world seemingly tries to attack and go after Israel for protecting themselves. Uh, okay, so Israel's having to do all these things. Well, Hamas should have tried to mess with them, shouldn't try to kill so many women and children and take hostages. So the, the tone right now is America's pushing Israel uh, to have a ceasefire on Monday of this next week so they'll release some of the uh, uh, hostages. I am intrigued by hearing Gallant, uh, Israel's de defense minister, come out and say, I don't know where everybody's optimism is coming from. We're getting ready to annihilate this one city, Rafa. They're getting ready to explode in there. And all the world's all mad at Israel for doing that. Well, that's kind of the last hideout. Even this last week, they found a whole new set of tunnels all over Gaza that have beforehand haven't even been seen that were connecting with the sea so they could connect several different ways through Egypt. And then with that coming out, I didn't even say it last week, up in Hezbollah, up in Lebanon, there's a, they found an, another just massive amount of tunnels all over there coming into Israel. And with that, you had 60 rockets fired this last couple of days at the northern part of Israel hitting precise locations because these are those missiles that came down from Syria down into Damascus and made their way onto uh, Lebanon where Hezbollah is using them. It kind of freaked Israel out, freaked their commanders out. So Israel responded by taking out some of those launch sites. I love that Israel uh, did uh, several different airstrikes there to try to slow them down. Same thing happened with uh, Iran firing uh, missiles at Americans in Iraq and in Syria. They toned that down this last week. I guess the missiles that we fired at them were a little bit stronger than they thought. But in the midst of that, you have in Yemen, the Houthis still sending drones, still sending missiles uh, at our ships. We didn't have any sh ships hit in the last couple of days. They had one sink last week. And the, the, the UK is helping America, along with Israel, fire back at Yemen. I'm kind of surprised to see the content and the amount of missiles coming from Yemen. So in the middle of all that, this is all sponsored by Iran. So I, I'm intrigued by it. This is so quiet that you have the International Atomic Energy Agency coming out again saying, listen, Iran, 
is days away from making several nuclear weapons. And the rest of the world just goes quiet with that because you've got Putin this last week touting, uh, really trying to scare NATO, like literally, we're getting ready to, to mess with Poland, we're getting ready to mess with Moldova, and we're getting ready to do some crazy things in the Ukraine, not just phosphorus, not just the chemical weapons, but nuclear weapons. And then this the same sentence he said, he would do the same thing to New York, same thing to London. So why? Because America and the UK keep helping the Ukraine try to stand off uh, Putin from thinking he can just go all through Europe. Well, that's what NATO is for. So you see this weird uh, things happening in NATO to where obviously they're trying to counter that. But you see Sweden and Hungary get ready for the entrance into that as far as the Ukraine goes. And a touting of Putin said, Putin said, if the Ukraine joins NATO, it, you're going to see World War III like you've never seen before. And this is dealing with a guy that's not very mentally stable based on his thought pattern about wanting to take over the world just like Hitler did. At least Hitler kept it quiet. Putin's so crazy, he comes right out and talks about it. So why is this a big deal? You have the players for what's going to happen after the church leaves get on the field right now with the verbalization of all these things literally completely surrounding Israel. You have Hamas in Gaza on the south uh, western part. You have Hezbollah in Lebanon on the northern part. You have the in, in Yemen on the eastern part. So all these together point to Israel being completely surrounded. And then you've got Egypt, you've got Jordan, you've got all these nations uh, saying, okay, we're going to harass Israel to make them have a Palestinian state. I'm intrigued by what came out from Iran in the last couple of days saying, you think October 7th, that was phase one. Get ready for phase two during Ramadan. Now, the big deal about that is the Temple Mount. Get ready to see what's going to happen over the Temple Mount. You have some Israeli members of Knesset saying, we're going to shut off the Temple Mount during Ramadan just so you can't go up there. And the, the return from that's going to be from the Arabs. They're going to go ballistic. Well, the whole pressure right now from all these nations surrounding it is Israel has to give up land, has to have a Palestinian state. And you have the guy that's getting ready to be the Palestinian president. He's a serial killer. So that's what you're dealing with, a mentality of, of psychos from Iran, psychos from Russia, and psychos from the Palestinian state. So... Uh, watch the rest of the world in the next uh, probably three to four weeks ratchet the pressure up on Israel so much more than ever before, literally about anti-Semitism. I mean, you have a guy trying to give a speech in Berkeley, and you got students wanting to kill him because he's pro-Israeli. So all that's coming to the forefront. Why? Because the king is just about to come. Wow. We always do this. We go back to the Bible and go through the signs. Number one, Israel regathered in 1948. Jerusalem won back in 1967. Those are the two main signs. There's about 90. But Jesus said, if you see those two, you're the generation who's coming back. But the amazing thing is we have one thing after another so that Jesus could say, when you see these things come to pass, lift up your heads. Your redemption's drawing nigh. Why? He doesn't want you sad, doesn't want you uh, concerned. He wants you happy and hopeful. Why? Because you'll accelerate. The joy of the Lord is your strength. We get into all the stuff. It's because He loves you so much. He wants to bless you. He wants to strengthen you. He wants to encourage you. He wants you to be a voice. So with all these things, you have the Hebrew language restored. You've got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You've got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have 172 different species of predatory birds that showed up in the land. Crazy. I mean, at the end of the... Uh, 
At the end of the Ezekiel 38 war, God calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up. At the end of the Battle of Armageddon, calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up again. Remarkable. You have animals in position. You have foxes on the Temple Mount, fish in the Dead Sea. You have the, the Dead Sea where the Sodom and Gomorrah was turned blood red last year on the Day of Atonement. So you got all these different uh, groups getting ready. You have the Temple Mount Institute. Wow, if you go there in the old city and look at the videos of what they have ready for sacrifices, all the instruments ready. You had the red heifers that are ready. I thought this was amazing. The red heifers didn't have their ears clipped because of COVID or they would have been blemished. So they're there without a spot or blemish so God can use them for sacrifices. Pretty amazing. Many more things. Men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. So you have sign after sign after sign showing us how close we are. And then you go from sign signs to signals. Now the signals, the Bible says that the heavens declare the glory of God and that the planets would be for signals for us. Well, you had uh, the, the blood red moons uh, four in a row and, and uh, amazing thing happened four in a row. You've only had that happen like several times in a row, even to the point that NASA calls it a tetrad. So on Passover and Tabernacles, you have blood red moons four in a row. When's the last time you had four in a row like that? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back, 1948 when Israel's made a nation, and 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So the heavens are signaling this on specific dates connected with Israel having major things happening that the Bible said when you see that, you can tell the king is about to come back. So the planets are doing that to the point that you have an eclipse coming up in April. We talked about it the last few weeks. You have an eclipse crossing America, uh, literally in Illinois, right there where New Egypt is. And really, Illinois is called the Crossroads of America. We do that camp meeting every year. We'll do it again this year. Come be with us the first week of June. It's, it's the Illinois camp meeting. It's called the Crossroads of America. That eclipse comes right through there seven years after it did before going the other way. So it crisscrosses America exactly where the largest fault line is in America, right there at New Egypt, Illinois. So you got you got signals. Those are pretty big signals. And then at the birth of Jesus, you have a pretty big signal. You had uh, Regulus, a king planet, Jupiter, a king planet. You had Venus, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. All three came together at the birth of Jesus. Wow. What was the constellation? It was Virgo, because he was born of a virgin. Seven, uh, this, this last year, NBC Nightly News says, wow, we have a celestial event. You've got Jupiter, Regulus, Venus coming together. Wow. What was that Bethlehem star right there? Amazing, those three. What was the constellation? Leo, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So what do we do? We have all these things preaching to us that a change is coming. Uh, so let Jesus be first and foremost in everything that you do. Uh, I love it that the Father said in Him, it was all the fullness of the Godhead dwelling bodily, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He's going to come back right there at the second coming. We're going to come back right with Him. We'll go up in the rapture uh, seven years before the second coming, come back with Him, and you'll, you'll we'll be right there with Him walking through the valley of Megiddo. He'll be quoting the word, I am the root of Jesse. I am the firstborn from the dead. I am the first and the last. I'm the Alpha and the Omega. He's, he's going to say, I'm the brightness of the glory of God. I'm the express image of Him. Come on, so wait. We'll be right there watching Jesus be glorified and received to the earth as the King of Kings. That's why the book of Revelation is called The Revelation. It's the revelation of Jesus as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We'll come back next week. We'll look at what's happened all around Israel because we have so much happening that preaches to us the King is just about to come. So let's go for it. Have a blessed, wonderful week. We'll see you next Wednesday.
Thanks for joining us today at the end of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.